Welcome aboard, everybody. Holy crap, it's Friday. Welcome to the show. This is Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do this each and every day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Thanks for stopping by and checking us out. Good to have you guys here. David Good in the hizzy. What up, David? How's, uh, how's the weather in Arizona? Hot enough for you? I don't even know what it is. I'm assuming it's a million degrees out there. Happy Friday to you, Joan. Absolutely, TGIF. How'd your Thursday go, Scott? Hit another big parlay? I'm not quite. I had a couple of pretty large straight bets, though. I ended up losing with the Raptors. Uh, that was just funny. So, sorry if you tailed me there. Pretty close. But pretty close. It, it was close for a half. But I ended up giving out the Mavericks a couple days ago. Minus one and a half. And they won by two. Now, I had a personal play on that at around plus one and a half, and that made me a decent amount of money. I wouldn't say I fully loaded up on Dallas, but I was pretty heavily invested in Dallas. And on top of that, I had a draft play. I had the Jets to take a cornerback with their first pick at plus 285. It took Sauce Gardner, so that was a nice winner, too. Overall, had a very nice day. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, we'll uh, it was okay. It was okay. I had a... Uh... My my favorite play was uh, the uh, the center uh, to go under 20, uh, 28 and a half. You went to Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what uh, pick was he? Like twenty five or something? Mm, yeah, at worst, uh, Lindenbaum. Is that, is that yeah. his name? Because I I, I love that it was un, it was under twenty nine and a half, and the first thing you had to know was twenty nine and thirty were going to be the Chiefs. So you're really getting it under thirty one and a half. So. I just I love that play. I think I think Creed Humphrey showed the need for a good center, and uh, I loved him in the first round. I thought that was free money. Uh, I was surprised that Sauce went after um, Stingley. That uh, all that heat on Stingley in the last minute seemed to be justified. Scott, did that surprise you, or did you believe the heat there about Stingley? I believe the steam personally. The yeah. thing about steam is that it really depends on what team you're looking at. But when you need help at every position like Houston does, and one guy is getting a lot of random heat right before the draft. Right. I tend to believe it because they don't have a clear need because every position's a position of need. Yep. So it just comes down to which guy they like the most at that point. Now, I would have taken Gardner first. Yep. I think that Stingley is a very solid prospect. He just can't stay healthy. Right. And I have question marks about drafting guys that can't stay healthy, but... I did a fan duel draft predictor or whatever thing for the top 10 picks. I got the first four right. Okay. After that, went right downhill. In fact, I was a bit annoyed because I had the Giants taking Neil at five and Thibodeau at seven. They took Thibodeau at five and Neil at seven. Mm. So that was really annoying. But other than that, though, I turned a free entry into 40 cents. Feels nice. Great. Feels great. At that rate, man, you uh, you can stop doing the you can stop doing the show here sometime in uh, the next century. So congratulations. That's an ROI of infinity because I didn't spend any money. That's right. Uh, we'll say hi to some guys in the comments section. JC Stone in the house. What's up, JC? Peter Wolf checking in. David Good, by the way, says the uh, temperature in Phoenix warm is warm. So okay. good to know. How um, warm is it? Yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much. It's you a, wanna, by the way, before we actually get into the. I know you're about to say something, but before we get into I'm always the about to say something. segments, 
Do you want to recap our thoughts on the first round before the segments or after the segments? Because I know we probably have Allie coming on in like 20 minutes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, I, uh, I, was, I, was forget, I always forget Allie coming on, coming on Friday. So yeah. uh, you want to you recap the draft with Allie? We can. That'd be, I, was, that'd... I was asking if you had a preference on what you exactly let's, you wanted to let's do. Save it, let's save it for the guests because she'll probably want to talk about it because since the, you know, the draft was in Vegas and everything. So she doesn't want to talk about the Vegas Golden Knights. I'll tell you that much. I guarantee you that is correct. Uh, Mike L in the house. Mikey Loaf. <laughs> Uh, 80 going to golf soon, man, take advantage of golfing in the middle of the day in, in Arizona when you can, that's all I know about Arizona, because if you want to play golf in the summer in Arizona, you better get up at five in the morning. Uh, it's all going to happen. That's what's going to happen right there. Um, yeah, so we'll talk, we'll talk about the draft a little later. We do want to touch on a couple of housekeeping issues, of course, because we do host a YouTube show slash podcast. We ask you to like, and subscribe because you haven't learned that by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on do the 30th listen maybe you'll realize right button there, you know? i always do wonder about that you know the people that listen every day like oh fuck i guess i should finally like and subscribe so we know you guys do a great job this is mainly just for all the new folks make sure you, you smash that like button we appreciate the feedback and of course i i actually don't like that they disabled the down button I, I like to know when when we screwed something well, up. Do they disable it, or you just cannot see how many dislikes there are anymore? Uh, I, I thought th- you could still downvote. You just don't see the amount, which I think is stupid. Well, you know, I've got uh, I, I've got administrative uh, rights here with the, our YouTube channel. I should check that out because I I've, I haven't I haven't noticed that because I could always tell when I screwed something up on my personal video because I'd I'd get, I'd get like you know t- fifteen downvotes like. Oh God! What did I misspeak about today? And it was usually like a starting pitcher was wrong or something. So, uh, very good. Um, no one plays golf in the PM. Uh, two hours to finish, yeah, baby. Uh, no, not, there there not is a dislike part. button. It just doesn't tell you the number. There, it is. There. Oh yeah, it's still there. Yeah. It's just, I don't just. It's, I don't know. I, what, I don't know what the point of it is anymore. If the whole, I thought the whole point of a down vote was so you let other people know. That you're not happy about either the quality of yeah. the content or something. Agreed. But now you can't see it. Right. We can't so, make we can't make any adjustments, man. That's that's what I don't like. I, I don't know. The only adjustment you can make is the comment section. But I mean, who reads those? Am I right? No. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I, you have to. I, I do. I know you don't, but I do. I do sometimes. David says, like playing Swope Park. If you ever come to Kansas City, you play golf. You should play. You should play Swope Memorial. It's a beautiful, beautiful course. Very hilly. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Very old style. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channels, both the uh, Winners and Winers YouTube channel. We, we've done well there. We've got over 14,000 subscribers. Appreciate it. Uh, Max Wagers Network, a little slow getting started, so we'd appreciate it very, very, very much. If you would take a minute, go to YouTube, Max Wagers Network, smash the subscribe button, click the bell, get notified every time we put up brand new videos, because at some point, it's going to be the only spot you can catch us live. We thought it was going to be this week. Not going to be this week. It will be at some point in the fairly near future. And of course... We're coming down to the very uh, end of the DraftKings promotion. It expires May 1st. If you are a baseball fan or if you're a fan of money, uh, if you have DraftKings in your state, you should open up an account and make sure that you uh, make at least a $5 bet on Major League Baseball on the money line. If you win, you receive $200 in bonus money there at your uh, in your account, and you can bet as you see fit. Of course, it is available only in the states where DraftKings is. I'm not going to read the list. It's about 12 of them. You know who you are. And there is a promo code. It is WAWVIDEO, W-A-W-V-I-D-E-O. 
and the link is in the show description. Scott, I know we're uh, working with Caesars here, at least through the end of the month. What do they got going on? So they have a risk-free bet up to $1,100. So if you have not made an account on Caesars, I'd recommend you doing so. Because your first bet, if you bet $1,100 or less and you lose, you get a free bet if it loses. So consider that a money-back guarantee if your first sports bet with Caesars does not work out. All right. Very good. Um, what, do we, what, do we, what, what can't we find? You can't. Uh, your YouTube video for the night. Really? Uh, it says it's still in draft. Do you want me to post that for you? Uh, yes, please do. Okay. I had it. I had it scheduled. My bad, guys. Uh, spoiler alert: It is fading the Royals. I am taking okay. the Yankees on the run line tonight against the Royals. I'm posting it now anyway, so you're fine. All right, Scott. People talking about this uh, Minnesota Memphis game this evening, Game Six. It's a must win for the Timberwolves. Got to have it. How's that working for you? Uh, well, you got Scott Foster at the game, so you can interpret that how you want. By the way, Scott's YouTube video is officially posted. So there you go. Um, and I, besides... I have to click three different things. So apparently, I only click two of them. Sorry, guys. Yeah, all good. It's fine. Now it's there. So if you want to find it, it's there. I'm gonna right? get. So I'm gonna get a call. For, I'm gonna get a call from management later today. Like, why'd your video only get 20 views? It's better late than never. <laughs> uh, the thing about this series is, I hate both teams. Okay. I wanted to like. I wanted to like Memphis because I thought that Minnesota. Minnesota's the team I thought they were. I thought they were just a young team that makes a bunch of stupid decisions and would probably lose the series. And we're approaching that conclusion. The issue is, if you go by common sense, Minnesota should be up 4-1. to one. <laughs> They yeah. should be into the next if round. If you go by right. how they, they played, keep, yes. They, they keep punting every lead. So it also depends if there's a protest at the game or not, because Minnesota's undefeated in protest. Oh, fucking, the fucking chicken people. people. The chicken people, man. Let it go. Come on. I don't even know. If, does the third one count as a protest if she got tackled before she could actually protest? No. I mean, it, it counts as stupidity. Um, I think if I was going to take Minnesota in this game, I would take the first half of the first quarter because I don't trust this team over 48. But over 40 minutes, they're pretty good. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Yeah, that's that seems to be exactly right. Uh, let me ask this to, hypothetical, Scott. Would you run onto the court knowing you're going to be arrested um, for a game seven of your favorite team to sit in like in the first or second row, would you pay that price? Do my clothes get to stay on or am I a full on streak? No, you don't have to streak or anything. You can just run onto the court and hold up a sign or something that says stop eating chicken or fucking whatever so, it is. Like it's about, see, they're competing with Chick-fil-A. They're competing with the cow, right? The eat more chicken cow. Yes, they, who have terrible, still can't learn how to spell. They can't spell to save their damn lives. No. But uh, I, I wouldn't really be a guy that would get on the court. But are you, what's the punishment for that? I know you get detained for probably like a day. They usually it's usually like misdemeanor. Are you banned from the arena? Yes, almost almost certainly a lifetime ban. Okay. And they have facial like game. They have facial okay. recognition now. Maybe you do it at an away game. Okay, that's an option. You come to Texas, they hate you there anyway. So, yeah. um, David said, I love barbecue chicken. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Lex said, what's with the chicken? Lex, they're protesting this one particular guy. He's the owner of the of the Timberwolves. And he has chicken farms. And nearly as I could tell from the statement, the one chick that she was holding up, it's something about the doors that the chickens go into. They're somehow inhumane or 
in poultry. I don't. I guess you can't be humane. Long story short, chicken. they're accusing him of torturing chickens. Yes, not that's just it. not just killing them. I guess that's fine, but you can't have them running into the doors. It's some kind of funky thing with the door. I don't know what the hell the deal is. I don't know what they're about. They don't let them. They don't give them much bandwidth, Scott. They don't really let them want to make a point. Uh, what just happened? Wants to know. Bain over twenty one. Morant over twenty eight. No one yes. I don't think they both get there. I think if I was going to take Bain, I wouldn't take the points. I would just take the three-point shots because the majority of his points come from three anyway. So if you can get a three-point number around three and a half, that's solid advice. Like that, yep. I'd probably take that instead. Yep. Because I think we would agree that Bain should attempt, should, keyword, at least eight threes, maybe more. He's been shooting it insanely well, but that's where most of his points come from. So... You don't have to worry about free throws or anything like that because Bain's not a guy who gets to the line a lot. He does sometimes, but mostly threes. I would probably take that prop instead. As for Morant, he had a really good fourth quarter. I don't know if that's going to transition into game six, but do you think he turned a corner in the series or do you think he just had a moment there? I'm hoping that he turned the corner, but I'm suspecting he just had a moment. How about that? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I I um I I like Minnesota in this game tonight. I do. I I think they finally learn how to finish. You know, hopefully from pain comes knowledge. Uh, sometimes you got to go through some things to learn some things. So I'm hoping that that pays off in uh, the game here tonight. Uh, David wants to know if uh, barbecuing chicken is torture. Uh, not the way I do it. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, free range chicken are given the life. Uh, one open door. Oh yeah, that's. Oh, there's a lot of the, the bullshit like that. The free, the free range, and, and and it used to be organic. They've gotten a little better, but a lot of that labeling shit. It's it's bullshit. So, according to J.C. Stone, chickens prefer to be waterboarded than barbecued. I believe that. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, but you can't trust the information you get out of them. They'll because yeah, they freak out. They lie. So, well, if you torture them enough, they'll tell you anything. <laughs> that's right, but it's not necessarily true. Yeah. Um. All right, buddy. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about what happened yesterday, shall we? And, and by the way, we talk to you, tell you over there the Max Wagers Network. It's got a great lineup. Of course, it's uh, noon with Sean Higgs. It's uh, plus money, honey. Ali Burns doing morning wood. It's it's Chris and I, and then it's me and Scott. It's Sean Miller, great soccer guy. By the way, having a great first week. Make sure you check him out right after our show, and then wrap it up with game time decision with Detroit Lenny, Nick, and Tim, the Earl brothers. Uh, Steven Adams, <laughs> he should protest his chicken shit play. <laughs> uh, do you think he's on the court tonight? I highly, I, I hope that I hope if Steven Adams spends as much time on the court as the protesters do, which is none. I hope if the thing is, is I that hope that Adam secure that same security guard tackles his ass. If he tries to come in after a timeout. The thing is that Adams is actually going to have a decent role in the next series against Golden State. As for Minnesota, though, he can't be on the court. But you can throw Steven Adams against Kavon Looney for 20 minutes and you'll do pretty well. Right, right. Agreed. Uh, Padres money line versus the Pirates. Yes, we talked about that earlier. How about first quarter? I, I think we're going to get to that game in a little bit too. Okay. Oh, absolutely true. Uh, first quarter over 56 in the Grizzlies game. The first quarters have been pretty high scoring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm going to lean to the over as well. We've seen the games end up well under the posted total or at least partly under the posted total, but that's mostly because of some 
slow second quarters and third quarters. Right. Some fourths in there. First quarter has been pretty high scoring, though. 56 does sound a bit low. What just happens is how did the chicken thing get started? Because that's what the that's what the girls were protesting. That the one of them got tackled at the game, and then they did an earlier protest with the glue and the with the, the oh the, pump, whatever was it where she glued herself to the floor or tried to tried to glue her hand to the floor. It was all about the chickens. That's how the chicken thing got started. Yeah, so she used crazy glue. Then the other woman used some handcuffs and hooked herself to the basketball hoop, which really was bad planning because now she has to buy another pair for the bedroom. So that's going to be a whole Folks. separate, you know, can of worms. Folks. But, yeah, there you go. But overall, whatever. The can you imagine, like, do thing. can you imagine, like, meeting one of those girls at the bar and you take them home and they all they want to talk about is, like, chicken? They just want to talk about the torture of the chickens? They like, just stay up at night like a poster of a chicken. Like, like, like chicken, a, a chicken, a little movie poster. And they're just bowing to the poster. Like, you know, speaking of choking the chicken, um... I think that's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm leaving. So mm-hmm. enjoy enjoy your barbecue chicken. Easy, uh, uh, I do I do like Brandon Clark over 14 and a half. He's been their second best player in the series. Of course, when it comes to overall impact, people will say Ja. I think Ja's had an awful series. He had a really good fourth quarter last game, a really nice dunk, and he got to the free throw line about 30 times in game one. But I think he's been pretty underwhelming, and defensively, Ja's been a mess. Bain's been their best player. Yeah, Bain uh, has been insane from the three-point line, so he's been great. Clark, I think, should play more, especially with Jaron Jackson's foul issue. Torvik's mentioning double-double at plus 800 on Triple J. I don't mind it if he stays healthy or and if he stays active and not on the bench because of fouls. But I don't mind the value there. Do I think he's going to get into foul trouble again? Yes. So I think Clark should play a lot even if Jackson doesn't get into foul trouble because Clark has been their best offensive rebounder in the entire series. All right, there you go. Hey, let's uh, let's take care of business here before the chicks stop by, shall we? Let's talk about what happened yesterday. Talk about the good news, the bad news, the winners, the whiners, the people that took it in the shorts, and the people that took it to the bank. It's time to close out the week with the Friday edition of, what is it, Scott? You know what it is. It's time to call the cops. All right, very good. Hey, uh, let's start rolling in the NBA. If you had the Pelicans plus three up against the Suns, uh, good first half, led by 10 at halftime, outscored by 16 in the second half. Sorry, Pelicans. So close, yet so far they lose by six. And looking at the Jazz plus one and a half against the Mavericks, kind of a similar story. You had a home team with a double-digit lead in the first half. They led by 12 at halftime at home, outscored by 14 points in the second half. Had a wide open three to win the game. Boyan missed it. They lost by two. Clang. There you go. That was a hell of a play call out of the timeout, though. It was. It was terrific. You can't get a better look Got than that. Got a beautiful look at it. And if you had the Pirates on the money line, what the fuck's the matter with you? Stop doing that. Um, against the Brewers, you were excited. You're getting a nice price. They led 2 nothing heading into the ninth inning. All you got to do is find a closer. Any, anybody? Can anybody close for the Pirates? Mm. They use Stratton. I didn't even realize he was the option to close on that team. Wasn't Mon- he a starter for a couple years? Monty Stratton? Chris Stratton, I think. Isn't it Chris? <laughs> yes. Monty Stratton shot himself with a, with a shotgun. I, I know who that is. You too. know who Monty Stratton is? Do you really? I actually do. But wow. I, I thought I thought that was I thought Chris was the one. You're, it, I was, yes, okay. you're, you're correct. I wasn't sure. Uh, anyway, Milwaukee did what Milwaukee does. They scored three runs. That's about what they usually score in a game. 
And that's what they scored yesterday. They saved it till the ninth inning, though. Put up three in the uh, top of the ninth. Pirates, can they mount a comeback in the bottom of the ninth? They cannot. They lose three to two. Sorry, call the cops. Yeah, uh, bad baseball teams continue to find ways to lose games. Yes, they do. That's what they do. Uh, not just talking about the Royals, either. Now, there were some nice, easy wins, and I, I got a feeling uh, we're not going to like uh, one side of this. <laughs> we're gonna... I, I had to include No, you have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a rocket chair. And uh, we had our we had our feet and uh, hands underneath the rocking chair, and every time they rocked, they got smashed. Let's find out who it was, who had those nice easy wins, who was kicking back, not sweating a damn thing. It's Thursday night. Relax. Spend your time in the rocking chair. So the first one was in baseball. If you had the under eight between the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, you had one run in the third inning, and that was it. The game ended one to nothing. Congratulations. If you had the 76ers team total under 105 and a half, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> See, it was weird because it was like a I had a sense there, like a spidey sense, where I asked you right before I gave it, do you want to flip it at the last second? We trusted our research. We shouldn't have. Yep. Utah team total under cashed easily. Uh the other one did not. Did not. If you had the if you had the over 105 and a half with the 76ers, they scored 62 points in the first half. And we're sitting thinking, man, we're really going to need a miracle in the second half. We did not get one as they scored 70 in the second half. Um, I'm guessing Nick Nurse came in the locker room and said, whatever you guys are doing defensively, just fucking keep doing it. They ended up with 132. That may be the worst beat we've ever had on a bet the farm play. Yeah, it wasn't good. No, it was The last one. Burn the hats. Yeah, it wasn't good. If you had the under 210.5 between the Mavericks and the Jazz, neither team reached 100 points, and the game landed 194. There you go. There you go, buddy. Um, let's talk about this, because this is such a great performance. and we haven't, we haven't done one in a while. We haven't got to hear our favorite sound effect. Let's find out who it is, Scott. There was one yesterday that definitely stood out, head and shoulders. Top five point guard. He's a top five point guard. Goddamn. So you, you need to be kicked off of Twitter for Jesus Christ. Bob Cousy, my ass. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. He's on the logo. He's on the logo. You can't. Who? Bob Cousy. No, he's not. The hell he's not. That's Bob Cousy, the NBA logo. That's Jerry West. No, it's not. It's Bob Cousy. I'm pretty Any, sure it's Jerry West. All right. Here we go. Let's find out who it was last night. CP3, gambling hero of the day. Just right. confirmed, by the way, it's Jerry West. All right, Scott. So you have been on the CP3 train. He had a fantastic game last night. If you don't follow Scott on Twitter, God bless you. Uh, if you do, you already know this. How did he do last night, Scott? It seemed like he had a pretty good game. Uh, he did. In Chris Paul's seventh legacy game, which is more than anybody else in the history of basketball, because every important game feels like a legacy game for Chris Paul for some reason, uh, he went 14 for 14 from the floor. And he went four for four from the foul line. He didn't miss a shot. He had 33 points, and he led the Suns to a six-point win, which is significant because the Suns were three-point road favorites. Even made a three-pointer. That's how you know he, he was even, hot. Even he made... went under one and a half, though. Yes, so he did. Cashed, but top five point guard, easily. It's not even a discussion. He's easily a top five point guard of all time. You know what? I'm just, I'm still not going to just roll over and, and let you have that one. I, you're... But like many of your lists, they are affected by recency bias and wh- who you've seen play. 
So I don't know if Chris Paul's Reese Vice, just the level of consistency over a long period of time. He checks every box. Okay. All right. You don't good. think the longevity plays a factor? He's been phenomenal for what? Like seven people talk about LeBron years. He's 17. been very good. He hasn't been phenomenal. He's never been phenomenal. That's the problem. You can make an argument he was the best point guard in the league for like a five period stretch in the I'd say mid to late two thousands. Those New Orleans teams? You can make an argument, a serious argument that he was the best point guard in the league. I know. I know. We're not gonna we're not gonna solve this now. So I'm just going to uh we'll move on. Damien, I, I watch both. I watch Chris Paul and I watch Jason Kidd. I'm a big Jason Kidd guy, but I'm going Chris Paul because Jason Kidd offensively wasn't exactly a consistent score per se. He was the master of the 11 point, 10 rebound, 10 assist, triple double. Chris Paul's a guy who can actually give you 20 or 30 on, on any night you really need him to. I'll go Chris Paul for the scoring upset. Okay. Um, and I will, I will, uh, I, I will about I was I have really spent my entire life thinking that was Bob Cousy. So yeah, it's one hundred percent Jerry. West. Apologies to everybody that uh, that uh, that I uh, did not say it was, it was not Jerry West. By the way, Chris just uh, texted us and said that uh, Trevor Bowers had been suspended for two full seasons. Yes. Uh, does that count? Does he count time served? Does does last year? Does question. last year? Does last year? Is it, will we, in other words, will we be able to play next year, or will we be able to play again in twenty four? I gotta find that out. Truth is, it should count. I don't know why it wouldn't count. He hasn't been playing, unless the argument is now he won't get paid. Uh, it says he's been suspended for three hundred and twenty-four games. Uh, doesn't say if it includes the stuff he's already served. I'm gonna go on record for this. I think it's stupid. That's like a prison sentence when they say it's like so many months. Uh, I think it's stupid. You think I, I don't? I don't? I don't really get it. What, what do you? If he was found. So just to make sure, there were no legal charges brought against him, right? That is correct. The so you grand jury failed to two indict. Years when he's facing no legal repercussions. This is the Ezekiel Elliott suspension all over again. He was rumored to have this domestic violence issue. Nothing ever came of it, and he was suspended six games. You're suspending him for two full seasons when there's no legal punishment for the guy and what he did? I'm going to guess... Two years. I'm going to guess if they were able to suspend him for two years, there was a few more than things than a rumor. I'm just saying, even if it was a few more things than a rumor, you're going to punish him harder than the legal system? That doesn't make any damn sense. I know. I know. I, I, I Again, wanna... if you want to suspend him briefly, two years, you suspend him longer than the average steroid user? I want to. Well, I mean, you know, we we saw that with uh, with when uh, what's his name was suspended for weed. Um, you know, you saw the the disparity in the in the quote unquote yeah. sen sentencing versus you know the suspensions for uh, who was the NFL who 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 just got tripped Ricky up by Williams? that? What's that? No, this year. Oh, this year. I know Ricky Williams was the original pothead guy. For I think he has his. I think he has his own strain now. By the way, that wouldn't surprise me. I really think he does. But, it's the yeah, the, the Ricky the Ricky icky. I'm with Magellan on this one. Based on text messages that were pu made public, it seems like she wanted it a certain is it degree of roughness. Is it just the one time, or were, or were there is there others that have that have come to the foreground? That's what I want to know. I thought it was one woman. I mean, it I seems like if it was just the one woman, that he's got a pretty good case. I think he's got a good case against the one woman. So as far as I know, that was the only person that was actually involved in suing Bauer. Two years. Yeah. By the way, uh, Damon says Josh Gordon. 
I really thought I really that's thought a good, that's a good guess. I really thought it was this year. I thought I thought somebody had had a problem this year. I really thought there'd be either a baseball player or, or a football player. No, overall, I'm not saying that Bauer's totally innocent. I don't know all the I don't know all the details behind it, but two years is absurd. I'm not going to come in with a hot take till I know more details. So without I'm just saying, being from what the... I've gathered so far, two years is ridiculous. Okay. You string him along for an entire year, and now you also suspend him two years? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, Eric Nesbitt brings up an ex- excellent topic. Uh said, games two, three, and four are all about chess moves and adjustments. Game five and beyond are normally when uh, the talent edge takes over. And in this matchup, the Grizzlies own the advantage. Yeah, it's a shame the Nets didn't get to game five because uh, the talent takes over after games one through four. Uh, <laughs> so that's when the Nets were really going to shine. But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Memphis wins. Now, I thought Minnesota was dead to rights after they blew that massive 20-point lead just because mentally a young team, I thought, would fold. Right. And they responded well. Yep. But then they did the exact same thing again. Yep. Not to the same degree, but, I mean, you're up double digits with about seven minutes to go. You should win that game. Do you think that Minnesota brings it back, or do you think they just roll over again late in the game? I think they have learned. That's 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 my hope. That's my thought. I think they're at home. I really believe that they have learned enough to close it out tonight. For me, I'm looking at Minnesota first half or first quarter. Probably the safer we, play. We've seen them get off to hot starts. Mm-hmm. The issue is sustaining that level of production and not fully imploding in the fourth quarter. I'm going to skip the fourth quarter. Just give me a fast start by the Timberwolves, which they've shown they're capable of doing. Uh, Magellan Sports says Union Berlin Live is a really solid bet. Probably the best bet of the day. I didn't know Berlin had a union. There you go. Yeah. Things, the, things you, the things you learn, huh? Uh, first, quor- I, the, first quarter says cashed every I, time. I follow a little bit of the Bundesliga, but Bayern wins every year. So it's kind of just like you're, who's coming. It's like the Larry Bird who's coming in second place, but it's been the same case for a decade. Bayern's won the one domestic league each of the last ten years. So you start wondering why the other clubs are trying. <laughs> you know, right, right. Bronco Devil says it's so hard to beat a time beat a team three times, let alone four. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. That's in a row. I thought. Fuck. I thought off. that's in a row. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody asked about your feelings as a Jets fan about their draft yesterday. Oh, we're going to save that, I think, for when Allie comes on. But is she coming? Is I, she, I don't know. Is it? I sent her the link and everything. Truth is, it's a pretty light sports day anyway. We yeah. have one NBA game. Whoop-de-doo. Got any hockey you like? Chris and I uh, talked about I hockey. I played today on hockey. Okay. I actually texted you about it because I assumed you were sleeping at like 3 a.m. Uh, I was, yeah. So uh, I got the Bruins. Uh, I got them at plus 105. They're now around minus 125, minus 130. Ooh. Whoever posted the line should be fired. It it was one of the dumbest lines I've ever seen. Toronto is resting their best couple of guys, and Boston's playing for something. And the Bruins were underdogs. I'm going to make sh- any damn sense. I'm going to show off my new pronunciation. Uh, and- Andrew Kalaje. Is that is that closer, Andrew, by the way? Says, brings up a great point. Says no Middleton is going to hurt against Boston. Yeah, uh, I think Boston's. I think Boston's going to win the series six or seven. Now Giannis is Giannis. I'm expecting a couple of really ugly games because both teams defensively are really good. Milwaukee also went nuts from three mm-hmm. against Chicago because Chicago just can't guard really anybody. Uh, truth is, Milwaukee. The first two games kind of concerned me, and I'm not sure if they were going to overlook Chicago early on or if maybe they needed 
a little bit of a wake-up call and they had it, I think Boston's going to win the Eastern Conference. So I'm going with the Celtics. Even as a Nets fan, I'm not going to place all of the blame on Brooklyn. That Boston defense for those four games was some of the best overall defense I've seen in several years. So I think Boston has a gear defensively. And Robert Williams barely even played. And he's one of their best defensive players. So if you bring him back, I think Boston should do a better job of stopping Milwaukee's offense than Milwaukee's defense will do against Boston's offense. So for me, I'll take Boston in a competitive six or seven game series. Okay. You? Uh, yeah. You no, know Middleton's brutal. It, it really is. And it's going to make a hell of a difference. If that Boston team brings the same amount of defense, I just don't see how the Bucks can get past them. I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to be on the under there quite a bit as well. I didn't know Tatum could guard like that until I saw him against Durant. That was insane. Uh, oh, Bronco Devil singing the blues about he lost his parlay to the Royals because the Royals whipped up on the White Sox. Sorry, buddy. You can't uh, you can't slow down Kyle Isbell. Yeah, undefined. I'm going to push back a little bit. It's one thing if you don't want to say he's top five. Does that mean it's Barkley's fault that he never won a title? It's a team sport. Plus, with all the injuries and stuff that Chris Paul has dealt with, it, is that his fault? I don't know. At some point, don't good players take a, take a role and lead their team's championships? You can make an argument with that, but he also went up against one of the best dynasties of all time in the Warriors from the 2000, from the 2000 uh, teens. And, you know, he got injured, they went to seven. You can make an argument if he stayed healthy, they, they would have won the series. But I know he got injured there. They've had injuries in the past, but it's a team sport. I, I hate the championship narrative. Like, I'm supposed to believe that it's this guy's problem that he only won one title because LeBron showed up. Like, for example, you know, like Bob, that, that's Bob, the guy's fault. Bob Cousy's got a few. He's got what a does he have, like 10? He's got a few rings, yeah. I mean, he had, what, eight Hall of Famers on his team? And they had, what they even had back then, like 12 teams? <laughs> that the Canadians who have 23 titles in hockey. Yeah, there were like seven teams. When they were the big six. They were the big six. Like, I, I, like that doesn't really mean anything to me. Well, I you know, Kate. matter. KU used to hang, I don't even know if they still do, but they had like banners from 1923 when, you know, there was eight teams playing college basketball and it was voted on by the writers. Princeton football in like the 1800s, I'm sure, had a couple of titles there in the Ivy. But I understand if you want to mention as a whole, legacy building helps with titles. I think that viewing titles as an end-all be-all for rating somebody is way too common and I hate it because there's so many levels to actually being an elite basketball player, that some things title related are out of your control. David said the White Sox and the Royals are pretty sad. Uh, the White Sox are sadder because the Royals, we thought, you know, would have some fun, finish yeah. above 500, barely. Maybe, maybe get, get close. The White Sox, I like their team total under, is my favorite, or win total under is my favorite play in the AL Central. Yep. But when you're projected to win the division and you're struggling this bad out of the gate, I said La Russa might get fired by the All-Star break. If they continue playing like this, he might not even make it to June. I still think they have a little more respect for him. Uh, I if, said might. Especially if they can point to injuries as, as being a, a culprit in their uh, in their slide. So would this be the time to load up on the Twins? Uh, twins to win the Central? Uh, or is the value gone? I don't know if there's ever any value in Minnesota because you just assume Buxton's going to get hurt again. Buxton went healthy. But who's who's going to overtake him? Royals are in second place right now, buddy. Good for them. Well, that's, them. That's what I'm saying. No, they're terrible, and they're in second place. Who's going to overtake the Twins? 
It would, it would be Minnesota or nobody. Right. Detroit has been a lot worse than we thought they were going to be. Yeah. And the, the Guardians, they had a good hitting week, but overall they're not a very good team either. Minnesota has been a good up to this point. Is it a hot take to say when healthy, excluding pitchers, just position player guys? Buxton has to be top five, right? When healthy? When healthy? Man, that's a, that's such a huge ask. such a loaded question. Yeah. But when healthy, he's got to be top five, right? Okay. Yeah, I, w- I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, he would be a guaranteed all-star year in, year out if he was healthy. A fucking masher. Yeah, we went to, see, we went to see him playing in Minnesota a couple years back, and he was just a monster. And, amp- and he's one of the best fielders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I learned about betting against the Royals, in fact, they are shitty, is <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. I, You know, people... Do you have a problem betting against your favorite teams? Uh, no. No. I do it all the time. I do it as well. I should have done it at the Nets game. That was my mistake. Well, I was... Yeah, I, I agreed. Uh, was, that was so obvious. I just ended up uh, sitting there trying to be a good fan for once. And I was let down twice as hard. It was a Cal- damn shame. Calvin says uh, Nasty Nestor is uh, coming to snatch the souls of KC tonight. That's how that's how I've got it capped. Yeah, since you guys haven't seen my video, the spoiler alert, that's what I've got. I've got I posted it for you though. It's up now. I know, but you nobody Yeah. Uh I'm just saying when the show started and nobody's seen it yet, but I've got I've got the Yankees on the run on the run line. They're still minus money. But I still think that I still think there's good value. Uh what what's your thought? What's up, what's your thoughts on Nestor Cortez? I think he's very good. Now the length isn't always there. But I don't know if that matters anymore because most starters nowadays go six tops. So I don't know if you even need length anymore as a starter. But Cortez is, one word to describe him, crafty. He'll use different arm angles. He'll change velocities. He'll use a lot of movement. He's a crafty pitcher. And I like it because he makes you think about a lot of stuff that most pitchers don't. Most of the arm angle stuff. He'll do some leg kicks that are unorthodox. He'll really do anything to mess with the timing of batters which was the johnny cueto special but now that Cueto's not really he retires he's just not in the league anymore i believe oh i don't know if he's of if, if he's hurt or if he's retired i i, I haven't way, i don't remember seeing a retirement notice i think the point he's is, he was the first guy that i saw besides maybe el duque mm-hmm. who would just mess around do some shoulder shrug some leg kick stuff and it's really annoying for batters and Cortez does it pretty well, so I actually like him. I think he's pretty good. It's tough to time him. Uh, am I the Bronco? Am I the only one having? Are you surprised tr- more pitchers don't do that? No. If the whole point is to disrupt the timing. I know it might mess up your mechanics. That's as well, the that's the problem. But I do think that messing with the timing, especially in such a strikeout driven league up to this point, I think definitely helps. Well, it's almost like it it, 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 it kind of depends on how where you grow up because if you look at the Japanese pitchers, they've all they've all got that stop in the middle of their of their yeah. delivery. Or it at depends least on I, your stuff as well. If you have ninety nine, you don't need to throw in all these wrinkles. But if your fastball is ninety two, you know whatever helps. Oh yeah, Johnny Cueto would go full you know Louis Tion and stuff, and you yeah. know turn his head to the back and and, and pause and little shoulder shrug in there. Uh uh-huh. Dance. Yeah. He was entertaining to watch. I um I he was good. He was uh, he was certainly. He was average for us in the playoff run, but man, once the playoffs started, he made two fantastic starts. Um, gotta gotta love the Johnny Cueto. He was a steady number two yeah. for about what, like seven years? Yeah, yeah, that's good enough. Solid two, solid two. Uh, Bronco says he's having trouble finding the videos. Find it, I'm assuming he means my videos. Um, he says it was posted 28 minutes ago. The, so the the key is if anybody has problems because it, it, sometimes they show up at the front page, sometimes they don't. 
uh, go to the Winners and Winers page and click the Videos tab and just uh, scroll yeah. scroll until you find it. I don't know how the, I don't know how they get ranked or placed or whatever, but uh, sometimes they're a little harder to find. Uh, do you guys bet on UFC cards? I do it just for fun. Scott does it seriously. I really have not touched it recently. Uh, not because of the fact that I've been losing or anything, just the cards recently have not been great. And the fact is, knock on wood, the NBA playoffs have been really good for me. So I haven't really pivoted. But I do keep tabs on the UFC, and I bet on it all the time. So, Nicholas, every now and then I used to do a Friday video for my play of the day for the UFC. Hell, I might even have to make a separate show for UFC stuff, like once a week or something. Because I would cover all the cards. It's just a lot of the cards recently have not been very good. I will host a UFC show with you just so you can roast me for pronouncing for pr oh, pronouncing the, the names wrong. Yeah. Because I always made it a point not to do it in advance. Because if, if I'm doing my regular videos, or if we're doing a show, and there's somebody with a name that I don't know, I'm, I'm going to look at it on YouTube. I'm going to get the it's right. It's always the Eastern European guy that kicks your ass. Too many, just, it, it's, it's too many vowels, uh, too many consonants, man. I just can't do it. I can't do all the R's and C's and Z's. And uh, apologies to Andrew, because I, I finally, I, Andrew, I actually, I went to find somebody with your last name and find the pronunciation, and I found it. So my apologies for completely butchering your name for the last week or so. That's uh, that's not cool. <laughs> to answer the UFC question, I bet on it a lot. I followed it for a long time. Uh, people have watched my UFC videos. I like to believe I'm pretty good at breaking down fights. I, on the other hand, will watch UFC. I will look at the quick stats. I see, oh, this guy uh, wins 27% of his fights by submission, but uh, he wins 60 by knockout. I'm going to go knockout, or I'll play the under. That's that's the, well, the that's foundation the extent. of that is similar to the foundation of what I use. I'm a method of victory guy. That's right. usually how I get plus prices. And, for example, you have Romanov fighting against Sherman this upcoming week, and Magellan actually just mentioned it, and he's about minus 1,800. Is the biggest favorite in the history of the UFC, but you can get him to win by knockout or submission. Knockouts plus 125, submissions 125. So you can save a bunch of money if you correctly pick the right method from a decent amount of fighters. Or you can make a quarter unit. Just so bet, saying, bet them both and make a quarter unit. There's a lot of value when it comes to the exact method of victory market in my personal experience. Okay, very good. That's, that's a solid tip. Uh, Broncos is one of my favorite things when female sports catters, force casters mispronounce a name that, uh, every else, everybody else. I don't know that I've seen that. I've seen that happen a lot. Have you? Is it, does, does it necessarily f females? Uh, not always. Cause I think, uh, Beth, uh, was it Beth Byers? Could be. I think yeah. she's very good. Yes. Beth, Beth Mullins. Beth Mullins. You're right. You're right. I don't know who that, now I want to know who Beth Byers is. Probably a woman that's pissed off at me at some point in my life. That'd be my guess. I think Bronco might be mentioning that because there have been some new female anchors at ESPN for SportsCenter. Mm -hmm. And some of their pronunciations are just completely atrocious. So I don't know if that's where Bronco's coming from. It happens not just for women. It's also some men anchors. But there have been a couple of new ones on some regular ESPN shows that clearly have never seen this person play. See, the funniest thing is a top 10 highlight in the top 10 countdown of tennis it doesn't matter what gender the person is who's the anchor they will butcher the name every time yeah we should do a we should do a combo ufc tennis show and like 80 percent of the people will tune in to hear your knowledge 20 percent will tune in just to hear me fuck up names that's my that's my prediction good combo you know who's not coming today ali ali burns plus money honey there's plus money for her not to be here <laughs> No, it's not good. I don't, I don't know if Valley's having a tough week. I'm guessing, you think she got hammered at the draft? 
Could be. Vegas doesn't have a team. She might just be drinking away the Golden Knights season. Oh, that could be true. That could be true yeah. also. So uh, UFC commentators butcher the names a lot too. Oh, then I feel better. Uh, well, the one thing I do remember from the UFC commentary was Joe Rogan, who ended up uh, uh, one of the Nurmagomedov. He's gone on to some success, hasn't he? Not Khabib, but there was another Nurmagomedov that won a couple weeks ago. I actually had him winning by submission. I think he was against... Who the hell was he against? I'm trying to remember. It wasn't Carlisle, because Carlisle left the organization. I bet it uh, wasn't anybody named Smith Whatever. The point is, he beat somebody very handily. And uh, Rogan was saying, I'm here with, you know, whatever. And I believe, instead of Nurmagomedov, he said, Nurmagomedov, and then he just walked off. It was really, really funny. I can't remember who he beat, though. It was a fighter that I don't think is very good. Well, you know. But I can't remember. I have a name that's kind of weird, because I have the extra H in there. And you would not believe the tortured shit that I have heard throughout, like mainly in school. I've heard like stern, steel. They just fucking invent sounds because the extra H is in my name. I don't. I, we're stupid. That's 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 the bottom line. I think when it comes to pronouncing names, we're pretty stupid. Um, and if, if you're on ESPN, by the way, I don't care if you're male, female, whatever. Uh, that's a very simple thing to do to learn how to pronounce a name. There's usually a video on YouTube with that person. Uh, there's usually somebody there, I would think at ESPN, probably somebody in the building at Bristol that knows how to pronounce that fucking name. Well, that's one thing I actually will give props to the ATP World Tour website on tennis, which is something that every single publication should have. They have an audio button where somebody just gives you an automated pronunciation of the name. That's handy. Um, that should be on everything. Baseball Reference has it phonetically for most of them. It's saying either phonetically spell it out or you just have an audio button and somebody just says Makashev or something like UFC related or whatever. That would right. be so helpful. Yep. Very good. All right, my friend. Well, let's get to it. We uh, we took a bit. Uh, we took a bit of a B yesterday. I had a last second moment of clarity, but we decided to stay the course. Missed it by that much. Yeah. So uh, let's get ready. Let's do it, man. It is Friday. It is time to uh, put a stick in it. Put a stick in it? What the fuck? Put a pin in it. Whatever. Hey, for those of you that catch our NASCAR show, it's going to be pre-recorded because Sean Miller is now doing his uh, soccer show. So it'll be up late tonight, early tomorrow morning. If you're if you're fans of our NASCAR show, we'll be uh, we'll be weighing in with our NASCAR opinions, which will mean absolutely nothing because this is probably the most important race that is dependent on qualifying, and we're going to be doing our video before qualifying. So take everything we say with a grain of salt. Make sure you watch qualifying. Don't make a bet before qualifying. That's what I'm going to say. All right, so let's get ready, Scott. Let's fire it up. It's Friday. It's time. Put on your good, fancy overalls, the one you've been saving all week long. Put on your straw hat. Climb aboard your John Deere. Get your keys out. Rub that lucky keychain. And get ready to bet the farm. All right, Scott. Well, we did uh, talk briefly about how we did yesterday. We had the 76. What the fuck? Where is your hat? Oh, sorry. Force of habit. <laughs> All good. Jesus. All good. Man. I, I was reading up on some of the Bauer stuff. Sorry, I got this right. Okay. You, you, you couldn't wait for two. Okay. Anyway. No. It's your right. day. I, I was doing my own thing. Let's rock and roll here, guys. Bet the farm night. This was mentioned earlier in the show. It's going to be the San Diego Baseball Padres on the run line. That's available at minus 110 at DraftKings. San Diego, they have won two of their last three games by at least two runs. Pittsburgh, 
I don't know if you knew this or not, Scott. They're not good. They have lost they four of their each. last five and three of those losses by each of the last three games. What's that? San Diego's won each of the last three games by at least two runs. What did I say? Two or three? Yeah, you said two or three. Sorry, last three. Three in a row by at least two. Sorry about uh, Pittsburgh's lost four of their last five. Three of those losses have come by at least two runs. You, no, fuck you. You, Darvish, pitching for San Diego. He's allowed less than two runs in three of his first four starts this season. <sighs> Hasn't ended well for him, but we think that turns around tonight because Thompson is pitching for Pittsburgh. He has not been good at all, especially his last two starts. Six innings pitched total, 15 runs, 10 of them earned. He's no Chris Bubich, but he's close. We like the San Diego Padres on the run line. Nice price, minus 110 on DraftKings, and that's going to do yeah, it. You're also me. getting nine guaranteed bats because of the road team. You look Correct. at Darvish's overall numbers, the ERA is not great, but you go through the starts, he had one brutal start where he gave up nine runs in about an inning. Every other start has been basically unhittable. Yep. So for three out of four starts, he's been great. That's why you always have to look into context, look for blow-up appearances, because the ERA makes you think that Darvish has been underwhelming this year. He's actually been really good. He just had one bad outing. Yep, especially early in the season when you see an inflated number like that, you do have to look at the granular granular level and see what his individual starts look like. And uh, for us, it uh, the overwhelming feedback has been positive on Darvish, and that's what we're going to bank on tonight. Yeah. And I think the fact that they're playing a terrible team in the Pittsburgh Pirates is going to help as well. So that's going to do it. Pittsburgh props, at least they're not the Reds. That's right. That's right. That's uh, uh, You're not the worst team in the Central. You, so we'll see what happens there. That's going to do it for the farm. That's going to do it for the show. As always, we appreciate you guys stopping by, not just today, but every day this week, every day since we've been doing it. we got a lot of regulars out there. We love talking to you guys, love doing the comment section thing. So keep it coming. Tell your friends. Share us on social media. Like, subscribe, rate, review if you listen to us in podcast form, all that shit. I think that covers it. You guys have a great day. Have a great weekend. Good luck on all your plays. Don't forget to check out our NASCAR show a little bit later tonight. And we'll be back and do this all again Monday as Scott and I, once again, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, will be there to help guide you guys in that never-ending journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you then.